Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. This is New Mind Development Project, focusing on issues of concern. And I am your host, John Nasheed. With God's name, the merciful benefactor, the merciful redeemer. The prayers and the peace be upon Muhammad, the prophet, companions, the righteous servants, all. Amen. Uh, dear beloved people, we welcome you once again and May God bless you and also bless us to have a productive uh, program. This week we are speaking on very important subject. Matter of fact, it's a subject exactly for the time that we're living in now. That we should be conscious. Of. It's the duty of civilized person is to teach the uncivilized, and uh, you know it's a very serious situation that we have. Actually, it's not only a duty of civilized people, and when we say civilized people, we're talking about people who are God conscious, who follow God, who follow scripture, try to do the right thing and follow their prophets, the living examples of their time. And uh, so really it's not a, a duty, it's, a, it's the purpose that God created us for, purposes to invite people to the correct way. Uh, the ones who have knowledge quite nasty they are responsible to teach those who do not have wealth. Same thing with wealth. People who have wealth are responsible for the people who don't have wealth. But we see that these things are not happening in the society today. And that's a very serious problem. Very serious problem. And this is why we have so many problems because the, what God has given to mankind is not being shared. And when we come to the proper understanding, accept the way of God for understanding, then we have a purpose. That purpose takes us to our duty. And uh, quite nasty, God is the best knower. Uh, the duty of the civilized is to teach the uncivilized. And we see in Quran, in the Holy Quran, we read and we recall the children of Israel. The children of Israel were chosen by God. But they don't, they're not the chosen people, as many people may think. God chose the Jewish people over all other people. God chose them for his mission. The same thing as Prophet Muhammad. Prophet Muhammad was chosen. The followers of Prophet Muhammad was also chosen after the children of Israel failed in their mission. And in the Holy Quran, I'm going to read a few ayats so we can get a better understanding. And this is in the second surah, uh, Al-Baqarah, surah, uh, ayat 40, or verse 40. O children of Israel, call to mind a special favor which I have bestowed upon you and fulfill your covenant with me as I fulfill my covenant with you. And fear none but me and believe in what I reveal confirming the revelation which is with you and be not the first to reject faith nor sell my signs for a small price and fear me and me alone. And cover not truth with falsehood, nor conceal the truth when you know what it is. And be steadfast in prayer, practice regular charity, and bow down your heads with those who bow down in worship. 
Do you enjoy right conduct on the people and forget to practice it yourself and yet you study the scripture? Will you not understand? Nay, seek Allah's help, perseverance in prayer. It is indeed hard except to those who bring a lowly spirit, who bear in mind the certainty that they are to meet their Lord and that they are to return to him. Surely God speaks the truth. That's the story of the mission of the children of Israel. And as I said, they had a mission and they failed in their mission. And, you know, once they failed in their mission, then quite nasty, Allah, the point what they don't stop and wait, he commissions uh, the Prophet Muhammad to take up that mission, same covenant, inherit that covenant, and take up the same mission to bring civilization to society. And uh, Allah and Quran called Prophet Muhammad's attention to the mission of Moses by reminding him like so many of those verses in Al-Baqarah starts with call to my or remember. Remember what the, the children of Israel, how they got away from their mission. And let's, let's not be confused. It wasn't Moses that got away from the mission. It was the following of Moses that got away from the mission. Moses was a sincere uh, messenger of God and he fulfilled his obligation because Allah had chosen Muhammad to fulfill the mission of civilization to mankind. And also keep in mind that Moses and Muhammad, two messengers of God, prophets to mankind, are the two sons of Ibrahim. You know, sometimes they mention that we Jews and and Muslims are are cousins or related. And they uh, use this example here. That Isaac and Ishmael are the two sons, and Isaac was to the Jewish tradition, and then there was Jacob and Israel and the children of Israel, and then Ishmael was to the Islamic uh, tradition of Prophet Muhammad at this particular time and us today, and uh, he he succeeded uh, Moses and carrying out the mission that Allah put upon him. And the children of Israel failed because they did not practice what they preached. They were ritualized. They had a religion of rituals, but very, very little practice. And uh, that was a reminder for us today also that we have a religion, but our religion is a practical religion. And this is why you see that in our dear Prophet Muhammad. He was a practical, he was a, a living example of the Quran. Aisha was asked about explaining Prophet Muhammad. She said that he was a walking Quran, meaning that everything that was revealed from Allah in the Quran, the Prophet Muhammad practiced it. So that was one of their problems is they failed in their mission because they did not practice what they preached. And we see many signs of that amongst us in Muslims today, too. But we have been warned, and we understand what exactly happens when we don't carry out the mission of Allah. Subhanahu people suffer. And if we have the heart, or we want for our brothers and sisters what we want for ourselves, 
they quite naturally we would get on our on our mission, on our purpose. Their mission was a warning to Muhammad. In other words, don't do what they did. And if we keep that in mind, then quite naturally God will bless us. Jesus was a sign of the reality of Muhammad. <clears throat> the responsibility of Muhammad yesterday, in the time of Prophet Muhammad over 1,400 years ago, is the same as responsibility that Muslims have today. In other words, we inherited the mission of the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of God be upon all of us. And we squabble and we complain and we go against each other, etc. And this is why mankind, the whole of mankind, be they Muslim, Christian, Jew, no Muslim, we're talking about the human being. Mankind is suffering today. It's because we're not teaching the message to people who are not coming in contact with their natural human self. Imam Wati Muhammad have taken on the responsibility to teach the civilizing message of scripture and practice. You know, he used the rituals as uh, something to point to as a metaphor and creation, etc. But in life, the life example of a Muslim teaches more than any ritual or any other kind of method, the actual practice in his life. How are you living the life? Are you living it in accordance with the Quran and the traditions of Prophet Muhammad? The history of African-American Muslims being prepared for the mission of service to humanity. And there's a whole history there. And I hope we have enough time. It's only a half hour, but if not, we'll continue next week, part two. But there's a history here, and I spoke about it many times. It's on this blog talk radio, actually many programs on some of the history of the nation of Islam leading up to Islam is uh, in, the, in the archives. But the nation of Islam uh, and the resurrection of the mentally dead or uncivilized black man. And that was a mission. Now here's Ambalaj Muhammad that many people criticize. But look at the mission that he took on. He took on a mission of resurrecting mentally dead African-American people, people who had no respect, no regard, people who were just cast off. And just imagine mentally dead, uncivilized people. And in order to bring those people to Islam, first stage of that development had to be, first of all, to civilize natural self, the self that God created. And this was the mission of the nation of Islam, if we properly understand. And that should be the mission of what those people who call themselves the nation of Islam is doing today. In the nation of Islam was the FOI, which is called the fruit of Islam. And we know the whole process of the tree growing, the, the body of the tree, the branches of the tree, the leaves, the flowers, etc. And the last is the fruit. And when the fruit forms, beautiful tasting fruit, delicious fruit, sweet fruit, and every fruit has a seed. And that means that that fruit is going to be reproduced. So there are some wise men thinking 
at that time, Farad Muhammad, the Ambalaj of Muhammad, to bring a community together to be da'i or da'wah workers for the cause of Islam, not only in America, all over the world. We make the world. Our leading Imam Morsi Muhammad has been teaching us over and over. The FOI is a military training of men that belong to Islam in America. You know, military training is for discipline, anything else. You know, sometimes people see people marching left face, right face, south face, etc. They get very nervous because they think of the, the militants of that individual, meaning that they respond to an order, one order, one head. Well, it wasn't a military fighting because we were taught not to carry weapons. The weapon that we had was truth. And the leader that we had was God. And the discipline of how to be a real man, how to be a protector, how to be a provider, the backbone of the community. And this was being formed by people who were just dug out of a grave of mental death and ignorance, standing up, being disciplined, preparing that individual or that group of individuals for a mission, the mission of calling the people back to their natural self, the civilized man, civilizing a man to call the uncivilized people back. And then we also had in the females the MGT and GCC class. And these are African-American women who went through the same process that we did in America after slavery, being defeated by by enemy uh, in the worst part of this United States of America. And this MGT, GCC, it means Muslim Girl Training and General Civilization class. Look at the language. See, a woman is the first teacher. She teaches the man. Matter of fact, the presidents, the kings, and all the rest of these people who govern people on earth, they were first taught by a mother. And a mother who's in her natural state, she teaches civilization to her children. And this is why the children know how to conduct themselves when they're away from the mother because the mother have already taught the children general civilization and culture and refinement. And then the teacher women were also taught how to act at home and abroad. So even the message that's given there shows us something. It's just not a small-time thing. What we were being prepared for was to act at home and also abroad. So this is a big picture, a universal picture that was being taught preparing us for the mission that we have today in these United States of America and eventually in the world, if we can see properly. So this is just not some kind of church organization that we come out on Friday and we sit down and we pay charity and then we go home and talk about how beautiful the lecture. No, this is a movement. This is a movement as servants of God to go out and call the people back to their natural way after being deceived by shaitan or Satan. And we know the story in the Bible and in the Quran how Satan deceived Adam and tricked him out of his form, out 
of his natural form, and he caused uh, the followers of Satan to become uncivilized, excuse me, the followers of Adam to become the children of Adam, I should say, to become uncivilized. Just like in the time of Muhammad, when the world was in darkness, or jahiliya, jahiliya means ignorance. So it is, so it was and is in the time of Islam in America today. Jahiliya. We see a world that looks so beautiful. Everybody wants to come to America because it looks so beautiful. It looks so productive. But America is a society that has been corrupted. It's a polluted society. It looks good, but at the fiber, at the base of America, is uncivilized society. And those societies are hidden away from the public, but nonetheless, it's a negative society. In the world of popular culture, the world of popular culture, or what turns you on for the time, sometimes hot and sometimes cold. This is the society that we live in. And it's triggered by media, advertisements and media, etc., calling people out of their nature. Very important for us to understand that this society is, is behind a facade that was and is a life of uncivilized savage person described uh, Imam Warthi Muhammad said that a person described as naked in scripture is a person without culture. There's many signs that we read in the Quran that's being made manifest today. In Surah 2 of the Quran 30, he said, Behold, our Lord said to the angel, I will create a Khalifa on earth. A ruler, a Khalifa Actually, Khalifa is the whole of mankind. I think we talked about that last week. The whole of mankind, each and every human being that lives on this earth, God created them to be Khalifa, the whole of mankind, humankind, and upright people moving straight up to the highest development. And what is their responsibility? To maintain God's creation and keep it in its natural form. Not only the human life, but all life. The bears and the lions and the trees, the grass, water. Make sure that these things are pure as God created. And if that be the case, then we have to know the nature of creation and we have to be educated and we have to be responsible. You know, in our as I don't know, the call to prayer, it says, Haya Salah Prayer is worship, being in the remembrance of God. And God teaches us that the remembrance of God is the greatest force of all. Come to that. Come to the remembrance of God. Be conscious of God. And come to success or come to cultivation. Fala means to cultivate like a farmer. And that means a proper human life cultivating the proper human life. And when we're in that position, then quite naturally we're going to be successful. This is God's way. Let's not be fooled. We're calling, God is calling the 
Wesson is calling us to prayer, not just for ritual's sake. He's really calling us to life. Come to your natural human life. Cultivate your natural human life. Imam Warthi Muhammad, he mentioned in an article that I read uh, just a couple of days ago, he said, why is the Quran a book, the Holy Quran? The Quran is a book that must be read. It's a book that must be read. It's a book of guidance. He said, this is the book in it is guidance, sure, to those who are mindful of God. It's a book of guidance, a reference for civilization, like all scriptures that came even before. Any scripture that came from Allah, that came from God to a prophet, we consider that to be Quran because it is the word of God. We believe in that. When mankind goes to sleep, Allah, God, sends revelation. The state of the world today generally is a world of savagery. Some who appear to be civilized, in reality, they are uncivilized. What is a savage, an uncivilized person, uncultured, a brutal or cruel person, a barbarian or inhuman, a beast-like individual? And we see these things all throughout society, as a matter of fact, throughout the world. This is the kind of people that we see in leadership today, people who have controlling billions of dollars while they live in the shadow, where they live in, well, people in the shadow of their dwellings are homeless people, begging, scraping for food, right in that same environment. That's, that's an individual who have no concern for a human individual, devil-made, evil, and savagery, fair-seeming. We've been programmed for so long in the lifestyle that we live that we don't even pay any attention. You know, we can walk by a man dying in the street, and we read it often in the newspaper. He's dying in the street. We walk right by and don't even look over to see whether he's asleep, he's alive, he's dead, or whatever the case. We have been conditioned to live in an unnatural environment that was created by the influences of Shaitan. Where bad is right and right is bad. You know, when you teach, I, I see our leader, Imam Warthi Muhammad, in his lifetime, he tried so hard, he struggled so hard. He didn't get a big following of people coming out. Why? Matter of fact, many of his own people who call themselves their people didn't even like him. And he said it publicly. And he said, You know why they don't like me? Is he said, Because what I'm teaching you is good, for good. Seeing the devil trains the people to have a big appetite for what is not good. I re- recall a comic on television some years ago when I was younger. He said, the devil made me do it. The kind of lifestyle that we are living in today. It appears to be beautiful. The individuals appear to be beautiful. But if you, you would go into their dwellings or in their houses or in their private places, you'll see freaks, freak nature, people perverting themselves, uh, children having sex with children, uh, tying themselves up with ropes and suffering. Many of these people 
actually they know they're wrong in their conscience. And in the daytime, the kind of business that they do, they do so much wrong, so at night they have to go home and torture themselves. Drugs and uh, fornication and perversion, declaring war, murder, homelessness, and poison air and food and selfishness. And we can go on and on and on. And you can't tell me those kinds of things would exist or should exist in a civilized society. No, there's a lot of work that has to be done. I recall when they say that uh, Nero fiddled while Rome burnt. And that's what we see today. See all people, people who have said, La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, they're fiddling, fiddling around. Instead of out doing the kind of work that we are commissioned to do, and we see our society burning, burning. We see the people in the society burning. Allah created a natural human being. Satan deceived Adam he de- by deception. Adam can't be held responsible for that because he didn't know. He was, he was a new creation. <clears throat> he didn't know that he was being deceived. And he, and he ate of that tree according to the Bible, and he went near that tree according to Quran. And this was a corrupted tree, and he ate of it, and he was deceived by Satan. And Satan was successful in taking humans out of their true human nature. And he set out to destroy mankind to prove to God. He said, I will prove to you, God. God didn't want him to be the Khalifa. He wanted Adam, the people of Adam. And he said that he would prove to him that Adam or mankind is not worthy of being the Khalifa or ruler on the earth. And God granted him that. And he knew that by him taking on that mission of destroying mankind, he would only make us stronger. Matter of fact, when you reject Shaitan, you get stronger. When you give in to Shaitan or Satan, you get weaker. Satan made a natural world a false world. Satan made the natural world by his influence a false world, unfit for natural human development. And this is why when Imam Wati Muhammad, one of the most powerfulest individuals of our time, picking up the Quran and the mission of Prophet Muhammad and going out, a powerful, powerful statement made by our leader Imam Wati Muhammad, remake the world. He said, what do we, we, we can't remake the world. The world is already made. God made the world. He said, he's not talking about the physical world. He's talking about the world that we live in. They said, how do you remake it? You remake it with language and good, natural, human behavior. Follow the language of Imam Marthi Muhammad. It's a, it's a powerful, powerful language. It's not so much in the word, but it's in the content of the word, what is it suggesting to your mind? A word is a symbol. If we use bad words, if we say, like, F you or whatever the case, that's a negative thought. But when we say good words, a good powerful words, the words that are connected to the science of the universe, and quite naturally that mind is going to start conforming to that language. If 
we have bad language in our community, expect bad. If we have good language in our community, expect a beautiful decorator in our community, mowing our lawns, lawns, planting flowers, making sure that our property is up to date. Even if we live in one room, make it beautiful, and it will reflect who's in that room. And if we do, quite nicely, God will bless us. So we have a mission, and our mission has been clearly defined. It said those of us who have knowledge, then we are responsible for those who do not have knowledge. And also the individual who the duty of the civilized person is to teach the uncivilized. And if we do, God will bless us. So I thank you, and we did get through. And I thank you, and may God bless you with your family and continue to listen to us. Today is Tuesday, but normally I come on every Monday. But just pay attention, Facebook or whatever the case. And, excuse me, God bless you all. Peace.